Why are you looking at me? <laughs> We're starting at your house. You're in charge of your house. Fine. We open at the Lynn residence. Take it away, baby. I, I think that, so the way I would set this up is, let's see. We're not doing any school stuff. We can do it right after school if you guys want to. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Penny's coming over to Zeke's. We can just, we don't have to specify what time it is. It's just daytime. You know, I hate when we do this. <laughs> you know, I need the details. We open in the golden, sunny hours of precisely 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon. The best yep. time. <laughs> we open on a clock. <laughs> the Chillhaven Municipal Clock Tower. As it strikes 3.30 p.m., ringing its beautiful bells, intonating throughout the town. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Alarmed birds and forest animals scatter in all directions. Why does it only bing once for 3.30? It's poor design. I like to think as the, the giant, what, city city bell rings throughout the land, um, uh, it is replaced then with a doorbell going, <laughs> it's Penny at Zeke's house. <laughs> The camera cuts from Penny standing at the front door up to the second story window and into the bedroom of one Zeke Lynn, who is currently diligently doing his geography homework at his desk right after school. Let's see, number of continents, I'm gonna say... 162? Ah! There's someone at the door. Who is it? Ah! Who is it? Sorry. They keep ringing the bell. (laughs) Okay, it's probably Penny. It's Penny. (laughs) Yep. All right. Thank you, Sophia. Zeke heads downstairs, opens the front door, and says, Hi, Penny. Hi, Zeke. What's up? Doing my homework. Ah! That one was just for me. Okay. Sophia's here. <laughs> I'm here. Hi, Penny. Hi, Sophia. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Eh, you know, New no, Year, same, same, um, stressful life. Yes, I can identify with that. Okay. <laughs> Good to see you, Sophia. Uh, I see you also, Penny. Anywhere you are in the house, even in the bathroom. Well, okay. I didn't actually need to know that. I thought we took out those cameras. What? I don't need cameras anymore. What? what? Zeke, maybe we should go to my house sometimes. Like, um, my dad's a bit of a hoverer, but this the cameras are a little Yeah, much. but Sophia doesn't, like, Sophia might know about our problems, but she doesn't, like, care or really have an opinion on most of them. Is that true, Sophia? You don't care? I do care about all of your problems, Zeke. Including your bathroom problems. See, Zeke, she does care. I have opinions about them, too. But we can talk about that later. Listen, stop lecturing me about my purple pee. It's fine, purple. okay? Purple. That's not a Mountain Dew color. Not a line they make anymore. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just still in there. <laughs> That's why they don't make it. <laughs> Legend has it, it's still in there. Cody, would you like a snack? I made kettle corn. Yeah, I love kettle corn. Thanks, Sophia. Wait, do I get kettle corn? 
Zeke, you know what happens when you eat kettle corn. I get really hyper because I like the sugar. And you don't floss. No, well, I don't floss regardless of the kettle corn. Ew. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of your bathroom problems. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my mom. Quit lecturing me. Let's go upstairs, Zeke. This is fun, but... um. Okay. Hey, Penny, how many continents are there? I don't know. Like, more than five? Okay. 162 is more than five. Yeah. So what's up? Do you need help with your geography homework? Um, I got all the answers right here. You're doing your, wait, you're doing your homework? Yeah. Since when? Since I, t I keep telling you people, I'm going to be a good boy this year. School went bad for me last year. I don't want school to go bad for me this year. I feel like if school goes good for me, other stuff might start going good for me. I can see how you would think that, so I guess I'm supportive of this. Um, but no, I don't want to do geography homework. Um, I don't know. Do you want to like play a video game and hang out or something? Or You came over to play video games? Mm. Penny, I don't want to be rude, but not once have you ever come over to my house to just play video games. I play video games sometimes. You play video scubums. games sometimes when like you come over to my house to tell me about all the ghosts that are keeping you up at night and then like I we play video games next to you so that I can tune you out a little bit cuz well it's easier to talk when I have something to do with my hands. Okay, so you want to play video games so you can tell me why you came over? Yeah. Okay, I'll turn on the GameCube. Let's go. So what's on your mind? Um uh, ha so um well, since last this last adventure time, have you thought too much about? Haha! <laughs> get fucked! Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> that was sneaky. You knew I was trying to talk to you just then. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go on. You pushed me right off the edge. You got invincibility. Go on. You don't even have. You can't even fight against that. Go on. Item. Okay, fine. Um, like mom, your mom, my mom stuff. Uh, oh, okay. All right, we're getting into heavy shit. Haha, <laughs> I uh, got you. Damn it! Distracting me with the heavy shit. Um, have I thought about my mom? Yes. That's it? Yes. Yes, I don't, that was your question. Yeah, I've thought about her. I want to know where she is. Why? That was it. Okay, so you want to know more. That's what I'm, I guess I didn't ask that, but that was what I wanted to know. Yeah, of course I do. I'm kept Why up are we yelling night? at each other about this? I don't know. Put me in a stress zone. You put me in a stress zone. I'm up a stock again. <laughs> well, have you talked to Jeff about it? No, because I'm afraid that if I do, I'm going to send him back to sports or baseballs every night. You think he's not allowed? <laughs> he's banned, though. Shorthand for sad dad. <laughs> Sending him to sports or baseballs. Well, I don't think they're even allowed back there right now. Not for another, like, at least 30 days. Well, but... you know, there's, there's, you know, if it's not sports, sports or baseballs, it's going to be like jalapenos or uh, pear hornets. Oh, I or, hate that um, place. <laughs> or a uh, 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 large child. <laughs> I would never go there. Wait, what is that one? Big boy. Oh, God. <laughs> They have excellent blueberry pie at Large Child. <laughs> they have alcohol? Uh, some do. Some do. Not like oh. the corporate stores, but the ones that are like, uh, you know, individual franchisees. Some of them get liquor licenses. Wow. If you go to a Terry's Large Child, they've <laughs> always got their liquor license. <laughs> Suffice to say, no, I have not. I have not talked to my 
dad yet about mom stuff. I haven't really talked to anyone about it. I just kind of keep that inside um, in here and then I think about it and then How's that working for you? Yeah, not great. Like after you think about it on the inside, then what happens? Then I continue to think about it. Mm -hmm. And then... You start to feel better. Eventually, Nope. (laughs) No, No, you start to feel worse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I start to feel real bad and sad and worried. And then I try really hard to stop thinking about it. But then when you do that, you just kind of go like, stop thinking about your mom. Stop thinking about your mom, your mom, your mom, your mom, your mom, your mom. So you say you either think about it too much or you don't think about it at all and both are bad. Correct. You know, I do the same thing. So. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm down to look into it a little bit. I mean, we've spent so much time and energy solving mysteries in general. I don't think it hurts us to... Solve a, solve one of our mysteries. One of our mysteries, exactly. So we tried to solve a heck mystery one time, and then heck became load. So maybe that's part of the reason like, I'm a little bit... We see Penny stare off into space. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 Just bring that up. Now, I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm a little worried also that, you know, everything we get involved in becomes horrible and filled with monsters. And... um. Maybe maybe I'm a little anxious about involving my mom in that, and maybe it would be a little n- bit nicer to just remember her for the nice things that happened when I was a little kid and not spoil it with any of the child murderers she might be. You know? But I think we both I think we both need a little bit of a of a of a win in the in the mystery department right now. Yeah. And in the mom momstery department. I mean, even if we can't figure anything out, I feel like we at least have, you know, a reason to talk it out together. Our dads are kind of helping each other through it, messily getting kicked out of bars and embarrassing us in every public space in Chillhaven. But at least they have each other. Yeah. Okay, so just to be clear, wait, are we like having... Shit! Damn it! I win! Ah! Okay. It was a good round. So... Just, I just want to clear up where we landed. Are we talking about our feelings about our moms, or are we gonna go find out where our moms are? I think talking is a start. Okay, but the end goal is find 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 moms. We're gonna we're gonna go. I mean, I can't make you do anything a, you don't want to do, Zeke. But this stuff with my mom, unfortunately, feels like it not just emotionally but physically controls my life. So I kind of have to. Figure out what's going on, similar to Angela going on her forest journey. We all kind of have things that we have to do and then things that we want to do, and they don't always line up. Well, if we're going to look into our moms and what happened and where they are, there is a place we can go that we know where it is. Clowntown? And it's the last place we know that both of them were. Clowntown. We might need to take a trip back to Clown Town. This time, can we be more prepared? Oh, we're going to bring so many guns. Okay. <laughs> so many guns. Let's do it. Okay. Can we do it tomorrow so I can finish my geography homework? Yeah, you freaking dweeb. Okay. How many countries are in 
the United States. Wait, this is what? I don't know. <laughs> Who gave you that homework? The gym teacher? I don't know. They should stop letting him teach science and geography. We cut to the Chillhaven Municipal <laughs> Clock Tower. The clock strikes 4:30 on the dot. Bong 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 bong. bong! <laughs> <laughs> We see a bird on the clock tower. It's startled by the sound and flies away, flying faster and faster. And finally, we see where this bird is going to. It's panting for its breath. <laughs> he flies into an open window of Angela Atticus Jr.'s home that once was an ugly two-story McMansion. <laughs> Still is an ugly McMansion, but with a beautiful willow tree bursting through the center of the home. We follow the bird into the living room of Angela, where we find her, Lode, and Scoobums on a sectional white sofa. Angela has a bunch of tissues all around her from crying because she broke up with her girlfriend last night. And a bunch of pizza, Starburst, ice cream bars, Doritos, some conch, and some Twizzlers. Um, you guys, do you want to watch another episode? Yes, more! <laughs> Angela takes a tissue and wipes her tears away. Okay, good, because um, I really wanted to just keep watching it, and I... I didn't want you all to say no's, and that would have hurt my feelings a lot, so I'm glad. Um, Lo, do you want to watch another one? Some of us are tired of this show. However, the majority of us would like to find out what happens to Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to find out what happened to Jeremy. Um, After the last episode events, many of us are concerned that Jeremy is dead. No! <laughs> Jeremy Strong! <laughs> <laughs> that holler comes from a character I don't think we physically described yet this season. <laughs> from Scoobums, a.k.a. Swamp Cabbage Bionic Man, a horrible, chode-proportioned, <laughs> ape-like creature. Enhanced, some might say, corrupted, others might say, meanly, by a robotic arm and lower jaw which uh, lies beneath its big, bulging, lemur-like eyeballs. He's like a Bigfoot, but uh, squat and gross that lives in the swamps of Florida. <laughs> like if a bush baby could be a Bigfoot. Yeah, like if a bush baby got the Bane juice from Bane from Batman. That's a it, good alliteration. Thanks. <laughs> that's, my warm, that's my vocal warm-up. Uncle, ba baby, Uncle Billy. baby Billy Bible Bonkers. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Baby, baby Billy's Billy Bible, Bible Bonkers. Bonkers. He is dressed in cargo shorts and suspenders and a tattered Weird Al Yankovic t-shirt <laughs> that he almost certainly inherited from Zeke, for whom it was too big. <laughs> Seated beside him is, of course, one Load Gently, formerly known as Heck Gently, a, uh, a ripped, gorgeous football boy dressed in high cutoff shorts and a also high mesh crop top shirt. Atop his head, beautifully coiffed hair. Atop of that, 
to Sugar Glider Ears. Scoobums, Jeremy will be okay. I mean, he's he's one of the main characters. What's a main character? <laughs> it means he's very important and the show cannot be on without him. Okay, I'm going to start another episode. Another episode! Previously on A Song of Wings and Whispers. You know that Jeremy can't inherit the land unless all of his siblings are dead. But I'm his sibling. You better go hide. (laughs) (laughs) I, the crows have spoken to me, as is their wont, and the badgers and beavers too. We may yet have all the animal kingdom on our side for this coup. That brings me much joy to hear, sire. As the sun comes down tonight, we will be at our post awaiting can someone get me out of here? I'm still stuck in the frozen lake. On the ninth moon, we can avenge you. Yeah, you just stay there. We're going to avenge you. <laughs> You're good. Just yelling words out. <laughs> we could rescue you, but then who, we would, who would we avenge? <laughs> so we really appreciate your sacrifice. It just goes this way sometimes. <laughs> You know, <laughs> thanks a lot for watching like 12 hours of the show with me. You know, I'm really bummed out after last night. I mean, I know I chose to break up with Saber, but it still doesn't feel good. And, you know, I do need to like, you know, this is me actually kind of doing some research for my big forest adventure coming up. Because, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. Do you think that maybe some of this could be true? Like the Fey world I'm going to? Uh- <laughs> Do you mean some of this isn't true? Derby's uh, uh, not real? Uh, no, I mean, all of this is something called fiction. What's that? It means it is not real. And those are oh. paid actors, so they play a part on TV so that they can entertain us. But I can't. I can't even get myself to get up and, like, practice fighting or anything. So this is as close as I'm going to get to researching. Uh, Lode, you can uh, interject on this if you want, but... uh, Thank you. mm -hmm. (laughs) But, Scoobums, I have a question for you. So you know how Jeremy is trying to, like, be the leader of uh, Rayfield and be the king? The fairy king? Yeah, but the devious Rebecca dressed up him. I know. I hate Rebecca. I, kinda, but I love her too. I know, I love her too. That's the issue. She's so hot. But she's mean. But she's so mean. <laughs> but you know how Jeremy has like his right hand man, the one who Ov- yeah, Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe. <laughs> so Jeremy has Orvilthrope, his right hand man, the, yeah. the one who always is there to like give him good advice and you know to make Jeremy, you know, seem a little bit more powerful because he's physically big and he's very, a very powerful sorcerer. You powerful know? by association. Yes, exactly. So it makes Jeremy... Like you and me. Yes, like you You me. make me seem so strong. <laughs> Scoobums, drop the monitor. Ah! <laughs> I can't buy another computer. But yes, yeah, kind of like that. You know, we're a team. Like I'm powerful, you're powerful. We make each other more powerful, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so... I have to go on this adventure. What? You know I'm going to the Fey Court. Oh, yeah. And 
It's kind of scary me to go by myself. Okay, I will come. Well, no, I need you to stay here to take care of Load. And I I really want you to I trust you. We do not require care. Um <clears throat> Many of us were caregivers ourselves in our living time. Four of us were grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> um Load, I'm just trying to give Scoobums a task while I'm gone. One of us was a bad grandmother. <laughs> uh, okay. Um so I think I need someone to come with me on this quest. Someone who's big and strong and powerful that the court would be fearful of me and take me seriously. You know? Just like yeah. Jeremy and Ovalthorpe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because Rebecca takes Jeremy more seriously when Ovalthorpe is around. Uh-huh. So... Okay, I'll do it. No. <laughs> Scoobums, I told you, you need to stay here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I know who I can take. So I'm going to take Emma. Who's that? It's better if you don't know. But listen, look at me, Scoobums. Which one? <laughs> Which one what? Listen or look at you. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta breathe though too. <laughs> you cannot repeat that I am going to get Emma to Zeke or Penny. Okay. Okay, you pinky promise? Uh-huh. Okay. You know, remember what a pinky promise means, right? Yes, the small one. Yes, the small <laughs> one kisses the other small one. Okay. And uh-huh. if you break it, what happens? Put a cast on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so do you want to watch a couple more episodes? And- more episodes! Yes. And then I need to go out really quick, okay? Okay. But I'll order pizza for dinner. More pizza? Yeah, more pizza. <laughs> this one was getting cold anyways. I'll finish it. <laughs> We cut back, yet again, to the tall, looming presence of the Chillhaven Municipal Clock Tower, which has for sure always been there. It's always been there. We just (laughs) never had a reason to mention it until now. (laughs) Directly in the center of town. Um, We cut to two people walking down the sidewalk in front of the clock tower. (laughs) Hey, remember that? Oh, yeah, I love the clock tower. It's always been here. I love that about it. (laughs) (laughs) You love that it's always been here? Yeah, you know, a lot of stuff in my life, um, you know, like my wife... Here we go. And uh, my job. Yeah, huh? Sometimes it's there and then wake up one morning and it's not. Yes. But you know what's always here? What? The clock tower. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, Brad, I've told you over and over again, your wife wouldn't have left you if you had just gone to therapy. And in fact, she told you many times, Brad, I'm going to leave you in seven days. I'm going to leave you in six days. We don't go to therapy, Brad. I'm going to leave you in five days. You know who doesn't give me fucking ultimatums? The clock tower. Clock tower. The clock tower. Well, why don't you go be friends with the clock tower, all right, Brad? He's already wa- Brad's already walking away. Shit. <laughs> we cut up from uh, Brad and... Uh, his former best friend, Terrence, uh, to pan up 
revealing the time on that clock tower. We can already tell it's a different time because the lighting is different. It's much darker now. But what time is it specifically? Why it is, of course, for I think big hand. Where's that one at? It's a li- it's it's a little bit past the seven. But okay, not, but not okay. quite on the seven. A little bit past it. Minute hand. That's firmly between the two and the three. It's seven twelve. Hmm. Which of course the clock chimes for with bong 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 bong. Bong, 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 bong. Bong! <laughs> yes, it chimes at 7.12. Chimes at 3.30, 4.30, and 7.12, and no other times of day. The historic Chillhaven times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it is 7.12, and from the high, shadowy face of the clock tower, we cut down to the parking lot of one... Patrick's Patties. We're stepping out of his 1976 AMC Gremlin is one Hunter Von Price. We hear the thoughts inside Hunter's head as he strolls to the counter of the diner and orders himself a hamburger and a chocolate shake. This city. I haven't been here very long, but it doesn't take a veteran of this town to know there's some weird stuff going on here. But I've got to push most of that to the periphery of my vision. There's weird stuff going on lots of places, but right now, my brain is focused on one very weird individual in particular. Dick Spankler, the astronaut. Theodore! Ah! Hey, Theodore! Hello. We see Carlos slide into the seat next to Theodore at the counter at Patrick Patty's. He's wearing loose blue jeans and a green turtleneck and a tiny gold chain with brand spanking, brand spanking new, brand spanking white Nike Air Force Ones. Oh, oh, uh, right. I'm Theodore. Hello, my new friend. Carlos. Uh, Carlos, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just uh, walking by and I saw you in the window and I decided to come in, just see what you're doing. You know, you're probably really lonely now that you're in this new town and, you know, your parents are probably working all the time. And so you're probably just really bored and don't have anything to do. And you probably miss your friends from back home. And so I just really want, you know, I just wanted to see, um, you know, I just was really just checking on you. I've got a number three with a shake here for Hunter. <laughs> Got a number three with a shake ready for Hunter Von Price. Carlos looks at the waiter. <laughs> Are you Hunter? N- no, I'm Carlos. Okay, what's I- your name? Oh, my name? Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> I'm Paula. Oh, hi, Paula. I'm not Hunter. <laughs> um, do you know who Hunter is? Carlos uh, looks at Theodore. <clears throat> um, that's that's my order. You're Hunter? Hunter Von Price? Yep, that's my name. Carlos looks at Paula and then looks at Theodore, looks back at Paula, scrunches his eyebrows and looks back at Theodore. Hunter (laughs) says to Carlos in as low a voice as he can, play along. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is Hunter Van Price right here. Uh, Great. Here's your number three. Thank you. With a shake. Uh, Looks great. Do you need any extra salt? 
Nope, I'm good to go. Or napkins? Nope. Or grundle sauce? Thank you. <laughs> uh, you don't want to skip out on the grundle sauce. Okay, bring me an extra grundle sauce. Did you have fun at the party last night? Oh, wait, you weren't at the party, were you? Oh, yeah, now I remember I had to uninvite you. Yeah. I'm so it's sorry. A real bummer. What? Really wish it sounded like the, the social event of the season. Hey, by the way, real quick, just wanted to clear up that whole weird name thing. Sometimes I give waiters <laughs> fake names oh. for fun. <laughs> even concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even. Carlos, okay, I good. lie about my name every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, don't 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 think too much about it. My I, I want to be clear though. My name is Theodore. Hunter okay. von Price is a made up fake name. It's definitely not my name. I'll call you whatever you want to be called. Great. You were saying earlier though, Carlos, yeah. about the party that I wasn't at and yeah. know nothing about. The party that I had to uninvite you to. Yep. So which is um, a okay by me. Yeah. <laughs> well, so rumor has it that a student never came back from the party last night. A kid that we go to school with. What? Did you hear that? No. Hunter's face, like the, the lighting in the room changes just on Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> like for a second, it's like a spotlight is on Hunter and dramatic shadows like cast his face. What? We were on the planning committee together. His name was Upton. Upton St. Queef. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and, you, and you say Upton never made it home from the party last night? No. Carlos, did you happen to see what time Upton left the party? You know, I did, because I have a photo of Upton on my phone when he was leaving. Well, I mean, I wasn't just taking a picture of him leaving. I was taking a picture of Angela and Penny and Zeke, and it just so happened that Upton was leaving behind them in the photo. Is anyone else perhaps leaving around the same time as Upton? Hmm. Well, Dick went outside to the parking lot to get something in the car. That's the only person I can think of. But yeah, it's really sad. I mean... There's no leads right now that I've heard of. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no leads. I mean, no we, leads whatsoever. Weird things happen here all the time. And we cut to a shot uh, behind Theodore and Carlos uh, over their shoulder, over the counter, up to the um, ancient looking cathode ray tube television bolted to the wall in the corner. Uh, where we see a news story playing without sound with crime scene photos of an overturned car and pools of blood on the street that says, two dead following car crash slash animal attack. Oh man, an animal attack? Have you seen Twilight before? Um, like the time of day? (laughs) (laughs) I knew. Our clock doesn't tell that time. (laughs) From the first grunt, I knew what the joke was going to be. <laughs> but listen, not like Twilight like the time of day. Twilight like the movie, the vampire movie. Uh, You've never seen it? It's the greatest love story ever told. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds nice. I, we should uh, watch it sometime. I'm not a big fan of movies, particularly monster movies. Oh, that's sad. Hunter stares off into middle distance for a minute. Especially if there's mer people in them. 
You hate mer people? Uh, yeah, they're so, oh, they're scary. I'm scared of them in movies. They're not real. Mer, mer people? Wait, are they real? No. Why'd you say it like that? I, what do you mean? I said they aren't real. Listen, the, <laughs> I'm trying to tell I've you. I've been listening. <laughs> on the TV, the animal attack. Yeah. And the movie Twilight. Yes. They always say that there's animal attacks too. But it's vampire attack. Yeah, it is a very common thing when vampires attack people for it to be reported as an animal attack, particularly in environments where people aren't very aware of the existence of vampires. Why are you saying it like you're speaking from experience? Um, I don't watch movies, but I read a lot of books. Are vampires real? N- no. N- no, they're not real. They just I'm, ju- I'm just reciting things that I've read in books before. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well... So this is probably just an animal attack and not a vampire attack, and you shouldn't think too much harder about that. Okay, I guess I shouldn't. But I should probably tell... <laughs> I should probably tell Zeke, though. Tell Zeke what? About the animal attack. It might be something weird. Just because, like, and all like I said, like in Twilight, when animal attacks happen, it's code for vampires. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in this town. Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. I've met a lot of new people. Which one is Zeke? The loud one. <laughs> Screams. Not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not you. I'm not loud. Zeke's loud. Uh, oh, is he the one who wears the, the sleeveless lab coat? Yes, the lab coat. Which, to me, defeats the purpose of a lab coat, which is to protect you from chemical splashback. So by ripping the sleeves off, he's exposed himself to a great amount of danger. That's a really good point. But it's for fashion reasons. Uh, um... Wait, hold on. Zeke, is he friends with Dick? They're boyfriends. Uh-huh. Interesting. Why? Why? Do you why? like Zeke? <laughs> Do you like Zeke? Carlos kind of gets a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, do I have a crush on Zeke? Yeah. No. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I mean, if, if you like Zeke, that that's okay. I don't have a crush on Zeke. Okay. I, I don't have a crush on Zeke. I barely know it. Okay, so I'm just going to text Zeke. Um, and well, Carlos maybe, rips out his phone. Hey, wait, hold on. Maybe we could um, tell him about it in person. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go to Zeke's. Awesome. We cut to the clock tower striking at 9.06 p.m. Bong. It's nighttime. So oh. the, Single bong. It's 9.06. It's, it's one. <laughs> the bong is quiet because people should be shh, sleepy. And the clock tower is very considerate. Angela. <laughs> we cut to Angela in her car. We see Angela driving in her brand new 2023 black Range Rover with tinted windows. She's wearing leggings, an oversized red sweater, and tall Doc Martin boots. Her hair is in her signature space buns, and she is ready for business. She pulls up to the parking lot of the Chillhaven Municipal Skate Park and Animal Zoo. Okay, um, let's see if I remember how to get to these tunnels. Angela starts trekking through the parking lot and through the green landscape behind the zoo. 
She pulls out her cell phone and puts on the flashlight. I kind of remember it being over here. Angela uses the brightness of her cell phone to illuminate the anodyne pines to try to find the entrance of the tunnel. She wanders around for what seems like hours, finding nothing to lead her to the tunnels. I'm ready to give up. I wish I could just like call Emma. Like, why don't I? I wonder if Zeke has her number. We did play video games together that one time. I don't know. Maybe I should just call in a night. It's getting really late. As those words leave Angela's mouth, she takes another step onto the forest floor. And as she does, she feels the ground give way beneath her. And with a crash in a hail of crumbling earth and stone, she finds herself in free fall. I think I found the tunnels. Angela stands up and um, wipes off her knees that are covered with dust. Where's my cell phone? Angela, you find your phone on the ground before you, but its screen is broken and unresponsive. Moreover, as you take a step to grab it from the ground, you feel a twinge of pain from your left ankle. Ow! You seem to have rolled it in the fall. I think I sprained my ankle. Just hobble around in the dark, I guess. Angela, as your eyes begin to adjust slightly to your darkened surroundings, you find that you have indeed crashed down into one of the many network of tunnels that runs beneath the surface of Chillhaven and the Anodyne Pines. You stretch out your arms to your sides to run your fingers along the walls and find that they are made of not masonry or bricks or, you know, man-made stuff, but of raw dirt and stone. You seem to have found yourself in some sort of natural tunnel system. I guess I'm just gonna keep walking around. Okay, well, my cell phone's broken, and I can't see anything. But I need to go deeper into the tunnels. Okay, think. Okay. Angela closes her eyes and concentrates. We cut into Angela's brain. Okay, I did this before with birds. Kind of. Okay, so let's try to do this with fireflies. Okay. Fireflies of the forest, hear me. Come light up this tunnel and aid me on my journey. And then Angela opens her eyes. Angela, when you open your eyes, you see before you where once there was a pitch black, darkened, dingy, spooky tunnel. You see now the telltale glow of a single firefly hovering before you. Hey, did uh, you said firefly? Fireflies. Yeah, what's up? I'm a firefly. Hey. Look at my butt. Uh, glows. <laughs> That's my butt. what I need. But can you... Do you want a mate? No. <laughs> no. Check out my butt. 
I'm not. We are different. You want to mate with me? No, I don't. But I do need your help. Mm. Not to mate, but. Like my butt. Cool. I need your butt. Yeah. In a way that's not like that. We cut to a tight close up of the firefly's face. His eyebrows are wet. <laughs> Uh, I need you to call on friends and family, firefly friends and family. <laughs> and get, Most of my family are fireflies. <laughs> and get them down here to illuminate this tunnel. There's one coyote. <laughs> You're friends with a coyote? No, family. Well, in-laws. Oh. Oh. Just one. So you're, you're married to a coyote? Me? I'm not married to a coyote. If I was married to a coyote, would I be waggling my butt like this? I, I'm not going to try to figure this out. Can you call... Fireflies are monogamous. Okay. Can you call... Monogamous. Okay. Can you call on your firefly friends and family and bring them down here? I need this tunnel illuminated. Why? Uh, because I'm trying to look for someone. To mate with? Mm, no. Can you help me out? Yeah, I can help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> we cut to 34 minutes later. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I really was hopeful, but as the time is ticking, I don't really think he's coming back. And then you hear like a chorus over your shoulder, a cacophony of voices saying, Hey, look at my butt. Look at my butt. Hey, look at my butt. Look at my butt. Look at my butt. Take a look at my butt. Oh, take a look at my butt there. Take a look at my butt. Look at my bum. Some of my family's from the old country. Anyway, uh, here we all are. What do you need? I need you all to light up your butts. Done. <laughs> Throughout this tunnel. Go. <laughs> I need you to illuminate the tunnels all my... So if you can just follow me and light the way. What's the magic word? Please... Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to now the tunnels like the patio of a mid-range restaurant <laughs> illuminated by intermittent shitty lights. <laughs> Should I just like call her name out? With that Alarm her. Are you asking me? Her? Oh, no, sorry. I'm just talking out loud. Okay. Would you like to look at my butt? No. Angela looks, <laughs> a, <laughs> Angela looks a little bit. A nice butt. Thank you. Angela turns back and looks forward. Um, Emma? Emma Riley Woods? Angela keeps walking down the tunnel. Feels like it's going on forever. We cut to a uh, brief montage of Angela walking through these tunnels, illuminated now by her army of firefly friends who move along with her, keeping the light always just ahead of where her gaze lies. Angela, you walk through these tunnels for what feels like miles. And being a uh, fey forest creature, one who communes with the forest, you can sense the roots of the trees and plants above your head, buried in the dirt that rests atop this tunnel. You can sense that you are moving 
through the anodyne pines and then beyond the edge of the anodyne pines. As you continue to walk, you can sense innately that you are now walking directly beneath the town of Chilhaven itself. Somewhere close to the town center, where you know famously the Chilhaven Municipal Clock Tower rests. Yeah. As well as somewhere nearby, Chilhaven High. Well, it seems like we're moving into town now and away from the forest. School should be around here somewhere. I can't believe I've walked this far. How have I not found her? And as soon as these words leave your mouth, Angela, you see ahead of you a flicker of light. This one, not from a butt. (laughs) At least, not as far as you can determine. It appears to be the telltale flicker of candlelight. Just around the bend in the tunnel in front of you. Angela takes a couple more steps. Hello? Angela gets a little bit closer. Hello? As you take these last few steps, the tunnel you have been following at long last opens up into a wide, tall, dome-shaped chamber. The fireflies, friendly and helpful though they may be, are now no longer necessary, as this chamber is illuminated by candles that surround the walls on all sides. And their flames flickering against the subterranean darkness, their wax dripping ominously onto the floor. This chamber, Angela, is not empty, not quite, because the walls, ceiling, and floor are all covered in dark, hand-painted runes. This is a site of some sort of magical, you know, stuff. Angela walks over to the rune and puts her hands on top of them. She runs her hands down the runes. Angela keeps walking, touching the runes of the walls and getting closer to the candlelight. Hello? As you walk across this chamber, approaching the tunnel connecting on the opposite side, you see illumination from candlelight continuing through that tunnel, casting flickering orange light on the walls. This light may account for the exaggerated shape of the shadow that then reveals itself before you. You see, as if in answer to your call, cast along the wall of the tunnel ahead, a massive, hulking shape, knees bent in the wrong direction, a wide, hair-stooped body, a long, animalistic head, out of the top of which you see the shadow cast of two long, curling horns. Before your eyes, Angela, this shape, this shadow, begins to shrink with each step getting smaller and more humanoid in character. Before, the shadow you see is one cast by what seems to be a smallish teen girl. The shadow then disappears as around the corner and into the chamber, a young blonde girl wearing a sparkling, untouched by the dirt of the surroundings, floral print dress with a smile Emma Riley Wood says, Angela, how nice to see you.
Holy cowly! Angela and Emma, together? Those two sure seem like strange bedfellows. Now before I get in bed, let's meet the fellows behind this podcast. Penny White and Dick Spangler are played by Bess Lawson. Angela Atticus Jr. and Carlos Espinosa are played by Megan Stressman. Zeke Lynn and Hunter Von Price are played by James Kedlar. James is also the composer for all of Chillhaven's original music. Ron Phoebus, as well as every other colorful character in Chillhaven, are played by our game master and producer, Philip James Stressman. Additional sound effects provided by Zapsplat.com. Monster Hearts Tabletop Game, created by Avery Alder. Okay, this fellow is off to bed. Good night, everyone. So should we? Are we done with? Are, are we cutting away from this scene? It sounds like y'all landed on a plan. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna go back to Clown Town. Clown Town. Um, can you can you just give me a uh, Smash Brothers button for that scene, real quick, just to tie it together? Game. <laughs> there you go. There's the button. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>